Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of Lit AF with me, your host, Sarah Cohan. I'm excited, as always, to be back with you here again. I have a very exciting guest today. It is Kristen Johnson. She is a personal stylist as well as the chief of content for the Black Yoga Magazine. I am just so freaking excited for this conversation. We talk about um, diversifying the yoga community. The, the Black Wellness Magazine is the Black Yoga Magazine. So we talk about her work with magazine um, and a lot of just her own personal journey to um, kind of get more in touch with herself and embrace her intuitive side and I just had a blast talking with her. And then she has a super fun giveaway at the end. Um, so stick around to the end to see what she's up to. Um, so yeah, really, really, really pumped. I'm also still just like floating from last week's interview with Jessica Briggs. Um, if you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend it. She's a reader and a healer. Um, she basically lives inside of the Akashic Records and, um, I had the joy of getting to spend an hour with her and talk about, um, how to get more in touch with your guides and yourself. And it was just like a mind blowing conversation. I really, really loved it. Um, a friend of mine asked if I truly was, um, crying at the end of the episode. And yes, that is my version of public crying. This is something that I struggle with, but I'm trying to embrace more. So, um, yes, I, I literally had tears in my eyes, (laughs) but, um, you couldn't hear them because I have such a, a hard problem with crying in public. So, that's my goal for 2021 to really just like let it out. It'll happen. I'm sure. I'm sure it will. And you will hear about it when it happens, which is very exciting for you. <laughs> um, so my check-in for this week, I'm I am just like feeling trust in in the universe, in life, in humanity, and just like a new way that I have never really felt before. I was on the phone with a family member last night and I was just recounting like all of the stuff that I've been through in the last month and a half. And it's been, I had a miscarriage. Um, I had a little bit of a health scare and then my apartment situation kind of got a little shaky and all of these things, they just, you know, the miscarriage was hard. Definitely did an episode about that. Like you can listen to it there. But um, I feel like... That miscarriage led to me finding out about this health condition that I have that I didn't know that I had. So it's kind of like fortuitous, I guess. Maybe that's not the right word, but like good timing um, to discover that I've got I've got something called essential thrombocytosis, which is basically I'm high. I have a high platelet count, and I'm really good at clotting blood clots. So. You know, that's a cool trick that I can do. And um, now I know that I've got it and to just be on the lookout for clots, which is um, good to know. I think that's valuable information to have. Um, And then the last thing was my apartment, my um, apartment situation. I've been renting from a friend and blah, blah, blah. I don't get into the details, but basically the landlords want to extend uh, me and my husband a new lease, which is really exciting. So I just feel like me two years ago would have stressed and I would 
be breaking out, although I am breaking out anyway because of like my miscarriage hormones, but um, breaking out in a different way, we'll just put it that way, (laughs) than I am right now and like stressing and like not getting any sleep over it and um, probably blaming my husband a lot because that's one of my really great tricks that I do is to just blame other people for all of my problems, which is really unfair. Um, work in progress. And sorry, sorry, baby. I know you're listening to this episode. <laughs> um, so I, instead of getting really stressed, which is what I would normally do, um, I just chose to believe that everything was going to work out, whether that was going to be the hard way or the easy way. And it's just, it's kind of working. Like I had a little scare last night. I'm on, I'm on unemployment and I'm like really appreciative of this time, um, to, you know, kind of live, live on very little and really enjoy my time, which is awesome. And my unemployment ran out last night. And then this morning I got an email saying it was extended. So it's just like, I don't even have time to stress because I'm just, I'm really being taken care of by my guides, my friends, life, um, my landlord, all of those things. So I just wanted to share that with you because I never thought that I would get to this place. Um, and it's a great place to be. We'll see if this like sticks around. (laughs) I have no idea. Um, but I'm really, really appreciative of it and appreciative of everyone that helped me get to this place right now because it took a, an army, not a village, I would say an army for sure. (laughs) So yeah. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Kristen. I'm so, so excited to have you here. Kristen Johnson is the chief of content for Black Yoga Magazine. She is a Hatha yoga teacher and a badass stylist. So welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. (laughs) Thank you, Sarah, so much for having me. I'm excited. Um, I'm typically the one where you are asking questions. So to be asked questions, it's like, oh my God, but I'm excited. I love Mm -hmm. it. We're like, we're bringing you out from behind the camera. We're putting you in front Mm -hmm. of the camera. It's so fun. I know. Where you deserve to be. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Okay. So I'm so excited to learn more about you and your background and of course the Black Yoga Magazine, but I'm curious. I just want to start with kind of your background. How did you get into Hatha Yoga? What has been like your kind of healing journey, if that, if there, if you can even call it that, and then kind of what Mm -hmm. led you to working for the Black Yoga Magazine? Oh, wow. Well, Hatha Yoga has always been a part of my journey since college. I graduated college. I went to the University of South Florida in Tampa, Florida, and I always would go to yoga classes here and there. Um, And in the past few years, I've really tried to deepen my practice, whether watching videos on YouTube or going to the gym and, you know, taking classes there. Um, And COVID hit (laughs) 2020. Mm. And I saw an opportunity to become a half a yoga teacher and the price I was like, is this a joke? Because typically a yoga teacher training program is like $2,500 or $3,000. And it was being advertised for $250. So I was like, okay, like if I lose $250, I'd rather lose that over losing $2,500. And Mm -hmm. 
lit me up. <laughs> um, and I really did it to deepen my yoga journey. And um, it was way more than that. Like um, this lady, <laughs> Ashley Adams, who I now work with, mm. um, started the program through Yoga Blue Teacher Training. Mm. Um, and she just wanted to provide a space for people of color to feel safe during the pandemic um, and to deepen their yoga practice and to become yoga teachers in a space that would one, not really welcome many of us and two, um, just the cost, like straight up, the cost is really expensive. Um, so that was her vision. Like, you know, if people want to do this, I'm going to provide it for a reasonable cost. It's the pandemic. People need to heal themselves, especially during their, this time and take care of themselves. And I was lucky enough to be one of those students. Um, and from there, things kind of just trickled in. So I opened the door to my personal healing practice. And from there, like even my career kind of took a turn um, as well. So that's that's how I got to work with Black Yoga Magazine. Um, she posted online, Ashley Adams posted online, like, hey, I'm looking for a copywriter. And we had our first conversation and in speaking to her, I'm like, okay, you need a team, <laughs> you know, like, what's your vision? Let's do this thing. I really wanna support you because I love what you're doing for the community. Um, and that's how I started working with Black Yoga Magazine. Wow. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. I love that. Was mm -hmm. Ashley Adams um, the woman that was featured on the most recent um, issue of Black Yoga Magazine? Well, she was in the full, it, the first print issue. I have it here. I don't know if I could show it to you. Please. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is her. <gasps> She's um, so This is the cover. <laughs> yes, this yeah. is. We call, she, she doesn't like it, but we called her the Harriet Tubman of yoga because she done opened the door <laughs> for a whole bunch of us to now be yoga oh, teachers. Oh my um, God. So it's incredible. And that was one of the first print, the first print cover mm. that we released in the fall. But she had, had been doing the magazine for a year prior to that um, on her own. Wow. That is incredible. Um, for listeners, mm -hmm. I'll link, we'll, we'll put a link to the issue below so you can check it out. It is so cool. And her story is so cool. I love it. So yes, it's almost like you were following some intuition to mm -hmm. do this yoga teacher training for yourself. I want to point out not to like mm -hmm. become a teacher, but like actually deepen your practice. And then mm -hmm. that led to this amazing job opportunity. That's so cool. Right. Yeah. It's amazing when you listen to that voice. And trust me, I was scared. One, because I grew up in a really strict religious mm. background. Mm. So Christianity, if you even like say you're going to do, I remember when I first started doing yoga, my mom, she was really uncomfortable. She's like, who are you praying to? Who are you bending wow. to? Like, are you kneeling to anyone else but God? Like, you know, that's blasphemy. And I had to explain to her like, mom, you know, I know who I am. I know who I believe in and I'm respectful of this culture, but that doesn't take away from what I believe in. You know, it's the physical practice that helps me it's the meditation that helps me I explained to her like you know meditation is very similar to when you pray you know you're having that quiet time with the divine for some people it's Allah for some people it's Buddha 
you know, for me, it's God. So we have an understanding of that now. And she's seen how much it's helped me um, just by saying yes to that one opportunity, that one class that I saw on Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, I, I could say, I could say Instagram. Oh yeah, please. Yes. <laughs> okay. We are Instagram friendly here. Yeah. Cool. Okay, cool. So yeah, just, you know, saying yes to that one thing that I saw on Instagram just opened up so many doors and has led me on a deeper path in my healing journey. That's amazing. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. So how did you kind of overcome the spiritual difference or kind of the conditioning from your, from your upbringing to where you are mm -hmm. now? Well, you know, a lot of that is, is self-work, you mm -hmm. know, like before I do anything, and I will always be this way, but I honor God. Like mm -hmm. I honor my relationship with God. And I know within myself, like when I pray who I'm praying to, mm -hmm. that doesn't mean I'm going to not, you know, honor someone else's path. And I think that's, that's where a lot of the disconnect happens is people just not being respectful of, Hey, it's okay to have different beliefs. This is what I believe in. This is what you believe in. And sometimes often when you have conversations with other people, you realize like, okay, these things kind of intersect. Totally. You know? Yeah. Um, we should love our neighbors. Mm -hmm. You know, we should treat each other how you want to be treated. Yeah. It's in the Bible. It's in the Quran, you know, so it's, it's in Buddhism. You know, if you read the, the Gita, it's in that too. It talks about how you should treat other people. Um, so, yeah. That's so cool. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. So I'm guessing you have a background in styling. Is this true? <laughs> uh, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I noticed in a recent post that you were talking about channeling your ancestor, Sun Ra, which I was like, mm -hmm. fuck yeah, I see it in you. <laughs> Yes. So I have two questions from this. Like one, how do you get in touch with your ancestors? Like, how do you keep that relationship? And then two, mm -hmm. how are you channeling this into your work? Cause your work is mm -hmm. like, it is just, it, it, to me, it's really transformative. Thank you so much. And I love that. I love that because that's really what I want. When a client comes to me for styling, I listen to what they need and how they want to transform on their journey. And it really is like an opening up experience for most of the people that I work with. So when I listen, you know, what does this client want? What are they looking for? Is it to build their, their image, you know, for public? Is it for self? You know, is it because they want to feel better? And in listening to them and building that relationship with them, I always start with my clients with building a friendship. And that's honestly what helped me when I worked in retail, because I have a background in luxury retail sales. And, you know, a lot of people would be like, oh, she's so quiet. How is she making the most sales? Because I have conversations with the clients. I don't just, hey, this is our sale today. You want 20% off. If you buy this, you'll get 50% off too. I don't do that. I approach them. Hey, what's up? How's your day going? Are you looking for anything special? And that's the same um, friendly approach that I bring to my clients when I style. Um, and I've always been an intuitive person. I didn't understand always what that meant. Um, but just like in listening to others or in, you know, having time to yourself and listening to your 
to your own thoughts, you're able to, I was able to pull inspiration and that's how I pull inspiration from clothing. So um, when I met Ashley Adam, she told me that, Hey, I just want all the, all the smoke is what she said. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, okay, I can do that. And I got to know her story. I sat down and I really got to hear her mm. why. And I'm like, wow. Okay. One, this lady's a queen, you know, yes. she needs to be presented in that way. So I tapped into like, um, kind of like a futuristic uh, approach to when I was styling her and I pulled inspiration from people like Sun Ra who believe in Afrofuturism mm. which is exactly what I believe she's doing with bringing um, teacher training to the public online like that's that's new in itself mm -hmm. we didn't really see that happening until um, the pandemic um, as much as it is happening now. So I'm like, okay. And that's, that's just how I pull things. I read a lot of different history. Um, I am inspired by a lot of history. So, and I'm inspired by the weirdos in history. So <laughs> Sun, Sun Ra was a hero because he believed that we could have life on other planets. Mm. He believed that music was universal language and he dressed however he wanted to dress. He didn't care what people thought. He, he was in a world of his own, but he was also inclusive. Mm. And oftentimes that's what change makers do, right? Um, you might be uh, coined um, insane because you won't give up on this vision that you have for how you, how you know the world can be. Um, and when Ashley told me her story, I, I heard that as well. I'm not calling her insane. What I'm saying is like, <laughs> she, she held on, like she knew like, hey, if I feel this way, other people might feel mm. this way. Let me put this out there. And that's how change happens. Yes, so. yes. And then sticking mm -hmm. to that, that message, no matter how hard or how crazy it sounds. Not that I'm calling right. her crazy either. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. I love mm -hmm. it so, so, so much. So right. this, I have like, I want to like talk about 10 things at the same time. <laughs> COVID must just be so hard for styling. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Oh man. So first of all, I will say like, I'm, I'm coming through my own journey with COVID. Mm. So things are on halt when it comes to working with clients outside of being able to shop for them online if they need something. But they're also like, my, my clients become like close friends mm. oftentimes. So they know like, okay, girl, like I don't want you to do much. And this weekend is the Super Bowl in Tampa. Oh my so God. yeah, I'm, I'm in Florida. So um, there's a lot happening, but I've kind of had to slow down to give my body rest. Um, but you know, you just learn how to groove through things. So mm -hmm. when I would shop for clients, I was masked up. I had on my gloves and mm. stuff. We stayed distance apart. I would go shopping in the mornings. Mm. Um, and a lot of my shopping happened online as well for clients, like purchasing whatever they needed, putting lookbooks together. So mm. you just have to learn to be innovative during this time. And honestly, it's been a blessing. Mm. When COVID first hit, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm used to going to LA and working on different projects during the summer, especially. Um, what am I going to do now? And 
an opportunity opened up for me to be able to, I didn't even have to leave Mm. the state of Florida, you know, and I've been building my clients here. So um, my pivot game is strong. Mm. Like, (laughs) you know, it is strong. And the pandemic taught me that, um, how to pivot, how to pivot. Definitely. I think we've all, all of us have been learning how to do a quick pivot, but that's amazing Mm -hmm. to hear. Amazing. Okay. And then what are your clients wearing right now? Like, is it all tie dye sweatpants is what I want to know. (laughs) You know, actually I just bought a pair of tie dye sweatpants. Uh Uh-huh. Tell me about them. I'm sure they're amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, everybody's doing, you know, at home chic, Mm -hmm. um, the events are not as prevalent, of course, because of COVID. Um, but like this weekend, I do have some clients who are going to the Super Bowl. So mm. they're, you know, out there doing what, what they want to do. But you know, I'm going to be in the house. <laughs> yes. um, but we're seeing a lot of like at-home chic kind mm. of lips. Nobody's really going to the ball or mm-hmm. you know fancy events award shows and stuff like that right now so wow well we gotta go, gotta mm-hmm. look good while we're on our zoom calls so well that too yeah <laughs> i'm not true. even gonna lie like i'm up i'm dressed up top and on the bottom yes leggings leggings yes! leggings <laughs> oh my god i almost did that for you and then i was yeah. like for some reason i gotta put the jeans on i don't know why <laughs> I have on my leggings. Yeah. I love it. I love that. Yeah. (laughs) So good. Mm -hmm. Wow. 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 So, okay. Talk to me about Black Yoga Magazine. What is it about? What is it featuring? Oh, and in Black Yoga Magazine, we tell Black stories uh, about our healing journeys. Our most recent issue is all about sacred spaces. So we're all home right now, right? Mm Mm-hmm. How do you create that sacred space that maybe you had in a yoga studio at home? We're telling stories of COVID survivors. Mm -hmm. One of the women in our tribe has been going through a very hard time on her COVID journey. So we have that in there. We have psychologists and doctors who tell stories as well about their journey into yoga, their journey into creating um, sacred spaces. So it's a lot of beautiful stories. We also tap into self-care, whether DIY or supporting Black-owned businesses and businesses that are um, owned by women and people of color. So that's really what we do um, with Black Yoga Magazine. Amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm so glad it exists. That is so fucking cool. Yeah. And it exists because um, there wasn't a Black, we're the first Black wellness magazine. (laughs) Wow. Incredible. Incredible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have fashion magazines and music, but what about wellness? What about Mm -hmm. taking care of yourself Mm -hmm. and your body, you know? Um, And that's, that's what we're doing. It's, it's, Mm. it's, It's heavy work. Um, because the company has grown so fast, Mm. um, but that just proves that there's a need for this. So it keeps us going. That's amazing. That is so amazing. Mm -hmm. I love it. I'm Mm -hmm. just so glad to see. I'm just so glad to see it exists. 
Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so talk to me about wellness and activism. Cause I have a feeling this is a theme in the, um, in the magazine. Um, so For sure. Yeah. How do they play with each other? Well, wellness, first of all, if you're going to be an activist, one of the things you have to understand is you got to take care of yourself. Uh. You have to take, I believe it was Audre Lorde. She said it more eloquent than I'm about to say it, but how can you be an activist without self-preservation, mm-hmm. right? So 2020 was really heavy. And we also saw a lot of numbers and people having to go out there and get therapy, which is a good thing, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like, I'm realizing that what's happening in the outside world is affecting me on the inside. So I need to talk about this. Mm -hmm. So wellness and activism goes hand in hand. On On my journey, once I started to take care of my wellness, that's when a lot of blessings and opportunities started to show up for me. Once I hit the yoga, I was like, oh my gosh, all I had to do was say yes to my yoga mat, you know? Mm-hmm. But when you are able to take care of yourself, then you can take care of, of others. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the first part, I would say, of wellness. You have to take care of your mind. You have to take care of your spirit. You have to take care of your body. And once you take, get um, healing in those spaces and your soul, do that soul work as well, then you can go out and take care of others. And we've seen many um, situations where it was the opposite. And that's exactly why we have situations like where people are um, activists, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot, of the, a lot of the negativity that happens in the world, I believe happens because of self-hate, mm. because of fear, because of being, feeling misunderstood. You know, so people go to extremes to to show that, hey, I'm here and I need to be heard mm-hmm. and I'm going to do it in this way, you know, but I, I truly believe that if they took time to work on themselves or talk through how they may be feeling, you'll find that healing, mm-hmm. you know, so I would love to live in a world where activism didn't even have to mm. exist. Yes, yes. You know? I love that. I would love to live in, in, in that world. But the reality is there's going to be fear. There's going to be self-hate. So it's important for people like us who are in the wellness space to show that vulnerability. Like, hey, I'm working through this right now and you can do it too. Here's what I did. And that's why, you know, spaces like Black Yoga Magazine are so important where we could tell those open and honest stories, mm. you know, so people could find their healing too. Mm. I love that so much. Thank you. That was just Mm -hmm. like so beautifully put. Really beautiful. (sighs) Take care of yourself, everyone. (laughs) Yes, please. Especially now. Yes. Yes. It's so beautiful. So kind of piggybacking on that, I'm curious, Mm -hmm. what has been the hardest thing or like your growth area for your work at the Black Yoga Magazine or um, maybe any kind of work that you can pull on right now? And how have you grown as a person through that? Well, again, my pivot game is so Mm. strong. Mm. Tell us Um, about it. You know, when when Ashley started this thing, I don't think she realized how big and how necessary this work is for the community. 
last year, over 3,000 yoga professionals of I could say professionals now because they are, but over 3,000 people are now certified yoga teachers, Damn. right? Yeah. So it's like, whoa, like a lot of people felt like she did, where it's like, hey, I need a space to feel comfortable and practice and feel accepted and talk about problems that actually happen in the community and hear from other people that, you know, how I'm feeling right now. I'm not crazy. Like you're going through it too. Okay. How can we work on this together? Um, so I definitely have to make sure that during this journey, I'm taking care of myself too, mm -hmm. because there's 3000 people who are looking to you for answers mm -hmm. and um, looking to you for that next best thing. Um, so it, it's been a, a journey because we're, we're a small company, we're a small team, but we're a really badass Team. like we have great people who are here because not not just for the money or you know clout as people say but because they actually want to do the work most mm. of the people on the team who work with us have gone through the teacher training you know mm. so we all come from that space of wanting to be a part of something better that's amazing mm -hmm. I'm so curious if ego <laughs> It has come up in this work, like the fear of like not providing what they need and not being enough for them. Oh, definitely. You're always thinking that, you know, mm -hmm. how can I do better for my community? You know, how can I, and, and, and we read a book called the, the Dika mm -hmm. um, and it talks about that. Sometimes ego is okay. Um, sometimes you do have to remind yourself like, yes, I was called to do this work and I can do this work. Um, so we, you get to know the dual, the dualities of, um, you know, ego and when to use it and when to not, uh, as people say, edge got out of the work mm -hmm. that you're doing. Mm -hmm. That's something that has stuck with me with ego. Um, I've heard it once before and I use that to check myself, like, am I edging God out of the work that I'm doing right now? And if I am, I might need to take a, a few steps back. Oh my God. Can you share an example of when that's happened? I'm, I've got chills hearing this. Um, I try not to make it happen. To mm, be yeah. Honest. Smart, 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 like, smart, smart. That, yeah. It's that, 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 you know, like, am I feeling myself too much? You mm. know, I might have done really good with the client before I, you know, check my account, let me go ahead and thank God for mm -hmm. even allowing me to have this opportunity and to be able to do this work that I've always wanted to do. So um, it's all, I don't know, I'm a Libra too. So, mm. you know, just balancing. <laughs> the Literally. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I love that. Cause I, um, I'm, what I'm thinking of is like, I'm, I'm an adult child of an alcoholic, which means mm. codependency and control are like two big themes in my life. And, mm -hmm. um, I am, I'm just realizing now how much I'm trying to control my entire life and how so much mm. of it is up to my guides, universe, whatever you want to call it. Like <laughs> <laughs> there's so much that's just that like, they're taking care of it. And I just don't even need to worry about it. And yet I'm over here being like, Okay, so if I control this very specific <laughs> part of my job, me. Yeah. I'm going to make money or whatever it may be. And it's like, <laughs> oh, I just need to let go. 
Oh boy. Yeah. I mean, I think we all learned that mm. in 2020. Mm-hmm. Like I had so many plans. Like I said, I thought in the summer I'd be in LA, you know, I'd be in New York for fashion week and stuff like that. And with my friends and no, <laughs> you know, it didn't happen, mm. but I learned to pivot. Like, mm-hmm. okay, this is not happening here. What can I do where I'm at? Um, and I would complain a lot, especially uh, I think about when I moved to Florida from New York, I was 16 years old and I hated it because mm. it was just a different world. You know, being a city girl, being able to just get up and go anywhere. And now I walk outside and I see cows and stuff like it was just like really different for me. Um, but it's been such a blessing in in learning how to make the best of where you are. Mm-hmm. You know, it took some time though. How much? It took time? a lot of time. Um, <laughs> probably until honestly, until I went to college and I got to mm. meet people from all over. Mm. And it's like, oh, we're all trying to figure out how to how to make it here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like you left your family in Kansas and now you're figuring out how to live in Tampa. Oh, great! Like, <laughs> let's figure this out together. You know, getting some mm-hmm. help. I love that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, so talk mm-hmm. to us about your pivot. I'm like, I want to hear the juicy details. Um, as far as like work or yeah. <clears throat> um, every day something could come up that we just have to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know, like if something goes wrong with the mail order, okay, we need to figure this out. Mm-hmm. Um. We've had, yeah, we're a small company, so trying to learn how to, you know, provide space for people and and provide it effectively um, using technology that sometimes gives out on us, Mm -hmm. you know, we have to learn how to pivot. Um, We had an event most recently, and it was supposed to go on a Facebook, and it wouldn't go on a Facebook Live, so Mm. okay, we're like, okay, let's pivot to Instagram. And it turned out to be such a successful event and we could have given up, but we didn't. So you just have to be like quick on your toes and, and pivot, you know, like make a, make a turn and, and and understand that making turns is okay. You know, yes. Permission and trusting. Yeah. And trusting that it Mm -hmm. will be okay too. Mm. Mm -hmm. How did you trust it? I'm curious to hear that part. Um, you know, it's probably not until after that you realize, like, <laughs> oh, that wasn't a bad idea. When it's happening, um, it, I, I struggle with this sometimes because although I would consider myself a, a, an intuitive person, I do second guess, mm-hmm. you know, like, am I doing the right thing right now? Am I doing what's best right now? I'm always thinking, like, is, is what I'm doing serving the greater good? You know, um, is, is what I'm doing serving my truth? Mm. Um, so it, it takes it takes a, a while. I think I'm still working on on trusting that intuition, and that might be my 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 work for 2021. Mm which may involve more pivoting for all of us. Who knows? Oh yeah. Like, you know, we have no idea when, when life is going to get back to normal, you know? No idea. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. We think we do. We want to control it. (laughs) Right. It's like psych. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's been one big psych. (laughs) Right. For sure. Right. Yeah. I I I feel like, you know, we're all, I think you said this, but we're all learning how to pivot during this time. For sure. you can't see your family. I'm a, I'm a family girl. I'm used to seeing my family during the holidays. And instead of like us being able to travel, we've learned to make use of Zoom. Mm. You know, we have family cooking nights. I play mm. games with my nieces and nephews who are dear to me. Mm. Um, so you just learn. That's so you fun. learn how to, yeah. Yeah. Learn how to adapt for sure. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was, um, well, when COVID hit, there was a lot of pivoting for me. I had um, mm-hmm. a cape company. I have made these like ridiculous mm. sparkly sequin capes, mostly for like wow. festivals. Yeah, they were really cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Very labor intensive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Um, and all of the like festivals that I was supposed to sell out, uh, sell at like over the summer, just like started like canceling, canceling, canceling. And it was just like, okay, I don't think people are going right. to capes in 2020. <laughs> 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 right. The like pivot part of it was so hard. Cause I was like, everyone's going to judge me. Everyone like, mm. I'm this little, like, you know, egocentric person over here. Like, do I have permission to do this? Like I just right. started this business. Is it okay to do it? And it's just like, I got so caught up in the, like mm-hmm. the permission to do it instead of just, you know, making, making the change. So finally made the change, but it mm. was to this podcast, which has just been like, so amazing. I love it so much. Yes. But, um, it's, it was, it's just funny to look back and be like, oh, that took so much time, but look at the end result. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just amazing. Right. right. Yeah. And I mean, I think we're all learning that. Look how we met each other. Yeah. You know, on Club, yes. Clubhouse. Yeah. And I feel like every time I, I meet somebody new, it's, it's someone who had to learn how to pivot. Like yeah. you had to learn how to make the best of what you were doing and your business and your family life. And we're all just adapting to this new, this new normal. This new <laughs> normal, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of, I'm loving part of it. Some of it, I'm not going to lie. It's really fun. <laughs> I know. I mean, me too, to be honest, like I'm fortunate that COVID Although, you know, the physical, the physical part of it is no fun having gone through it myself. Um, But it's been a blessing in a lot of ways, because I now work fully for myself, you know, where before it was part of the year, I was a teacher. And then part of the year, I would do what I like to do, which Mm. is to write, to edit, to style. And now, like, the door open for me to just mm. work for myself. So it's, it's been a blessing. Wow. That's incredible. That's so mm-hmm. cool. And did you, mm-hmm. um, did you like have that intention to work more on that or did it just kind of happen? It kind of happened. Wow. It kind of happened. Magic. Mm-hmm. That is magic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you were doing so much work. I'm not surprised. Like you were yeah. really, you sound like so in tune with who you are. Yeah. Amazing. And that takes time. Mm. Mm, yes. How much time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think it, I don't think it ever ends. Yeah. It's the song that never ends. 
<laughs> I don't think so it ever true. ends. It's mm-hmm. so, so true. Oh, mm-hmm. it's kind of the beauty of it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, I'm curious for anyone listening, do you have any advice for them to style their next outfit? Oh, I mean, the best thing you could do right now is be comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know, um, now's also a good time to try new things. If there was something that you were considering, if you should add to your wardrobe, now might be a good time to give it a shot and see if you feel comfortable in that Um piece or that look that you're you're considering we're all at home anyway Uh (laughs) you know so why not and uh luckily we have services that things can just be delivered to your home Uh um and if it doesn't work out you can return it so you know it's it's okay to to try new things during this time I would say um and comfy chic goes a long way Mm. you know Mm mm-hmm I think there's nothing more chic than being comfortable. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. I mean, especially now, I think, you know, personal style is is so important to me. Um, And I love when people are are in tune with their own personal style. It does take time to find that, though. Mm. Um, And it's okay to get help from a stylist to help you do that, too. Oftentimes, people know how they want to look. It's just that nervousness of can I wear this right now is it okay for me to do this um I'm a stylist who's gonna tell you yes Mm. you know it is okay to try that new thing um as long as it's proportionate to you though Mm. like there there are (laughs) there are you you know but um yeah it's okay to try new things I love that so Mm -hmm. I'm curious I'm almost imagining like a bunch of people just like (laughs) trying on outfits in their home and wearing them around their house and being like, do I like this? Like, is it me? That's important. Yeah. Right. Right. That's important. You know, sometimes um, we try to impress other people, but Mm -hmm. you got to think about you. Like, how do you feel in this right now? Mm -hmm. Of course, like there's times where you might want to look nice for your partner because you're going out on a date or you know, you might want to look nice because you're going to this event or people are going to be looking at you. So you want to show up as your best self, but how comfortable do you feel in what you're wearing? That's the, mm. that's the most important thing when it comes to style. If you're not comfortable, those clothes are going to wear you. You're not going to be wearing the clothes. Mm. So true. I've been there yeah. so many times. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just, I don't know, like for me, if, I, if I'm not comfortable in what I'm wearing, my day will just be kind of off. Like I have to be comfortable. And it, and it took time for me to find my, my personal style mm. um, too. It, it, it's, it's so like anything, it, t- it takes time to find that. Yeah. It's so interesting. Mm -hmm. I feel like with, um, with COVID, I have just stopped. Like I usually dress like pretty outrageously, very Mm -hmm. flashy. And now with COVID, Mm -hmm. I'm just like, don't look at me. I don't want to talk to any, you know what I mean? I'm like, literally like, I don't want to be engaged with you. Like get away from me. (laughs) Except if you're my friend, then I love you. But like, um, it's been really interesting time of like, you know, going back to basics. But then when I go outside and someone is dressed crazily, I 
appreciate it. I live in San Francisco. Oh, so yeah. it's a oh, lot cool. of street style. And the other mm-hmm. day I was on the street and some guy was wearing like a fox head mask. It was like a, <laughs> I don't even know. And the fox head had a mask on and it was, he, he was just walking around the city dressed like a fox. And I was just like, I love it so much. It was so sweet. Thanks for being yourself (laughs) and doing what you wanted to do today. Like, I love that. I love that. It was amazing. But I'm Mm -hmm. like, damn, I need to like inspire that or like, I need to be inspired by that more. Cause I, I just feel like I'm in a a sweatpants and (laughs) leggings (laughs) reality right now. (laughs) Trust me, that's that's my everyday. Um, That's been my everyday. Um, Even when I meet clients, I'm in leggings and a comfortable shirt and and sneakers or flats. we're all there. There's We're a lot. There. There's a lot going on right now. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the fact that yeah. we even put clothes on is a big deal. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, so Just good. credit for that. Give it. Give. You know, we got to give ourselves credit for that. A hundred percent. Oh, it's so good. Um, I'm curious when you, uh, earlier, when you were talking about, um, styling Ashley Adams, you were talking about like interviewing her for her, why for her shoot. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious, does that translate to any of our listeners? Like when they're putting together an outfit, like, are you ever checking in with your, why, when you're putting together an outfit, like to go out for an evening or like, look great for your date. Like, I'm curious, like, I'm wondering if the, why can help listeners get their style, like really rocking. Yeah, I mean, anybody can check in with their why, you know, what is your purpose? You know, why do you want to look good today? Mm -hmm. Is it for yourself? Or is it for other people? Now, if it's for other people, you might want to take time to check in with yourself and understand that true style, true authentic style comes from one loving yourself, knowing your purpose, um, And understanding that even if you might not know what your purpose or your assignment is, you can take, give yourself the grace to take time to figure that out. Mm. Um, So that's what I would say when it comes to styling yourself for for day to day. Um, Think about why am I putting on what I am today? Mm. You know, Am, am I really doing this for me? Um, and I feel like that could speak to a lot of young women as well, because we are living in the age where everything is for Instagram. Mm -hmm. And that's why I love Clubhouse, because I could legit just be talking to people. And as much as I love dressing up and stuff like that, I'm not, I'm not thinking about like, how do I look during this conversation? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're getting to the heart of why we're answering these questions that we do. Um, so I, I just love Clubhouse and, you know, connected people like us. And um, you don't have to think about like how you look or, or anything like that. Um, and, and in social media, in the age that we're living in, oftentimes that is what you see, mm-hmm. you know, like people go on vacation to take pictures to go on Instagram. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Take a vacation because your soul needs it. Take yes. a vacation because you deserve it. Not to go and take pictures of Instagram mm. for Instagram. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. 
that that why can can transfer into a lot of areas of life oh yeah I love that and I love Mm -hmm. the idea of dressing for yourself every single day and honoring like am I dressing for someone else because if I almost think that like when that conversation is happening like okay I'm going to job interview and like I want to impress you and maybe I'm wearing a suit because (laughs) that's like for you, I'm showing you that I like, I honor and I respect you in this, in this area. Right. And I think even just saying that aloud is like, oh, great. Like I can put my suit on and I'm not going to resent it. Or I'm, I like, maybe I feel uncomfortable in this, but that's okay because I'm, I don't, this isn't my identity. You know, this is just a passing thing out of respect. Right. Right. Or it's a part of my identity for right now where Mm -hmm. I'm at. Like when I was a teacher, I had to dress a certain way, you know, like I couldn't wear ripped up denim and I love Mm. distressed denim and Mm. things like that. But, you know, like there's a time and a place I grew up hearing this all the time and I, and I kind of resented it, but now I'm saying the same thing my mom used to say, (laughs) but there's a time and place for everything, Mm -hmm. you know? So yeah, there's going to be times where you do have to look good because of the setting that you're in. Um, But you can still bring a piece of your personality into that. So I love, um, I'm wearing black right now, but I love color. I love pins. I love accessories. Um, so I brought that to me when I was a teacher and the kids loved it. They're like, mm-hmm. well, Ms. Johnson, you're bright today. Like, you know, like I always had on like a yellow sweater or something to just keep my mood up. So I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. You're dressing for you within the confines <laughs> right. of the situation. It's so cool. Right. I love it. It's mm-hmm. very thoughtful. I've always looked mm-hmm. at clothes as like um, creativity and expression. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like loving, loving this conversation and like, saying out loud a lot of my beliefs of like what I'm actually doing in the morning without even thinking about it. <laughs> I'm just like on <laughs> autopilot. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. It's so cool. I love, I love when I like the guy who you were talking about that wears the, the wolf that he wore mm-hmm. the wolf outfit. That's why I love people like Sun Ra. Like if you get a chance, take a look at how he used to dress. He, people would say like, oh my gosh, this guy was crazy, but he was his authentic self. Mm every day like he wore accessories he wore bright colors he wore it's called um they call it afrofuturism so if you think of like the black panther film Mm. imagine like someone dressing how they did in that film every day that was sun ra he did what he wanted to do so he was his authentic self yeah so why not Mm. you know Mm. i love that i love that so Mm -hmm. much and I hope this inspires some listeners at home that are maybe, you know, looking to get a little creative with their outfits. Yeah, I'm all about that. Mm. Um, yeah, I love playing with pattern. I love playing with prints. If you're a client, you come to me and you say, I don't wear prints, I guarantee you by the end of our session, you'll have a few print pieces. In your wardrobe. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, love <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> it's all, yeah. It's all about just finding what works for you mm. to be honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And trying new things. I love that idea. Yep. Love that mm-hmm. idea. So cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Kristen, thank you so much for being here today. This has just been amazing. It's a lovely, bright conversation just like you. And I really appreciate all oh. of the wisdom you're sharing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate this and I'm thankful 
that we got to know each other. Yeah. And I also mm-hmm. just want to say, I appreciate all of your work with bringing color to yoga. It is, yes. it's, it's a need and it's so exciting mm-hmm. and I can't wait where for the day when we don't even need to have a black yoga magazine. Cause we're all doing it. We're all inclusive. Right. And everyone is doing the work. It's going to take some time, but while it is taking that time, we're here. So it's been a great journey so far. Amazing. So, um, I know you have an exciting giveaway for us. Do you want to tell us about it? Yes, I do. I would love to connect with five women or men. Um, but I would love to connect with five listeners and uh, offer you what I offer my clients. So when we first meet each other, we go through this process of knowing whether you can keep things in your closet or give them away. Um, or if you have that item in your wardrobe that you're not sure how to fit it in to your everyday style, I would love to have a 30 minute um, consultation with you where I'll let you know how you can bring that piece into your wardrobe. Mm. Um, and I'm giving away it to five people. So amazing for free. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yep. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And how can we find you on Instagram? My IG name is ask underscore Kristen underscore on IG. So ask underscore K R I S T E N underscore on IG. Amazing. So DM her and the first five will get an amazing 30 minute style consultation. That's so generous. Thank you so much. For sure. For sure. I love, I love what I do. So, you know, they say, if you could do the work that you do for free and still love it Mm -hmm. and you've got something golden, that's, that's my golden thing right there. That's amazing. Oh, I love that so much. Well, I highly recommend following Kristen on Instagram (laughs) just for funsies. Her feed is so colorful and you can learn more about, you can learn everything about the black yoga magazine, which is so, so, so cool. So thank you so much for being here, Kristen. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I've had a great time. I hope you enjoyed that episode with Kristen Johnson. She just like, when I met her on Clubhouse, she just lit up the room and I knew I needed to have her on the show. So I'm so excited for the work that she's doing. And I'm so just grateful that we got to have this conversation. Um, I really, really enjoyed it and I hope you did too. Um, I do just want to say that um, I will not be having an episode next week. I'm going on my honeymoon. It's a delayed honeymoon. I got married about a year and a half ago. So um, with all the things and then COVID hitting, we just kind of never got around to it. So now we're making time, which is really exciting. I'm so, so, so excited. So excited. Um, So yeah, so no new episode next week, but I will definitely be back on the following week with an amazing coach, Calvin Michael West. He is trans. He is powerful. He shares his story so, so, so deeply. And I cannot wait to share this conversation with all of you. So do not fear. I will be back on February 24th. Until then, I hope you stay lit. That's it for today's show. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed. If you have a moment and you're in the Apple Podcast app, please rate and review the show. I could really use all the ratings I can get. And share this episode with a friend that may benefit from it. You never know. 
And of course, hit subscribe to keep up with new weekly episodes. Until next week, visit sarahcohan.com, that's S-A-R-A-H-C-O-H-A-N.com to find other podcast episodes. And you can find Lit AF on Instagram at it's me, Sarah Cohan, and you can also find me on Clubhouse. Thank you again for listening. Please stay lit, Lit AF, and I hope to see you back here next week.